Hello and welcome to the ETOF 21 Sports Podcast for December 22nd. How is everyone doing? My name is Eric, I'm the man behind ETOF 21 Sports. We have an absolutely loaded show for you today. David, aka Better DP21, he's coming on the show. Him and I are going to share what bets we are making for week 16 plus. I am going to be building you a DFS lineup. Also, happy holidays. Appreciate everyone tuning in. You guys are the ones that have me doing all this stuff. Also, a reminder, the ETOF 2-1 Sports Show is live this Tuesday night. Day after Christmas should be a good one. XFL Jim is coming on. Him and I will share our bets for week 17. Also, look back at week 16. So, let's jump right into it with the DFS build. Those who know, know how we do it. I share which three players I am building around this week for my DFS lineups. Now, obviously quarterback, a lot of possibilities, but I'm going to Kyler Murray. Joe Flacco last week against the Chicago Bears threw for 376 yards, had 22.9 DK points. Murray can spin the ball better than Jersey Joe can, given the production that the Bears bleed two opposing wide receivers. I don't want to guess what Cardinals wide receiver is going to get it. I just want all the production. So because of that, I'm going to take Kyler Murray at 6,400. Next, at the running back position, look, we could pay up. We could take Rashard White, who if you listen, I'm going to have a player prop I absolutely love. But we're going to play down to open up stuff for you guys. We're going to take Chuba Hubbard. Packers can't stop the run. 26 DVOA. Since Wright got fired, Hubbard is averaging 17.4 DraftKings points per game. Packers allow 24.7 DraftKings points per game. Absolute great matchup for Chuba Hubbard. I think he's going to be in line for a great game. I really think the Panthers are actually live in that game. And at the wide receiver position, look, I know there was a quarterback switch. I know there is no Zach Wilson. And you know what? That don't scare me at all. I am going with Garrett Wilson. Commanders give up the most DK points per game to opposing wide receivers. 44 drafting points per game to opposing wide receivers. Worst in the league. Their secondary is a nightmare. They can't cover the pass at all. Last week, Cup, 111, 1 TD, 50, and Puka Nakuka had 50 yards. Week before that, Tyree Kill. Put up 157 yards. Week before that, seat Brandon Cooks put up 72. Four weeks ago, DK and Tyler Lockett both had 90. I think Garrett Wilson, even though we got Trevor Simeon playing, is going to be able to light this defense up. And I absolutely love Garrett Wilson. So there you have it. We're going Kyler Murray, Chuba Hover, and Garrett Wilson. Those are the players I'm going to be building my DFS lineups around. Now let's shift our attention over to some sports betting. We've reached the part of the podcast. We're talking some NFL betting. Who better to come on than David, a.k.a. Better DP21. David, how you doing today, my man? Doing great, man. You know, Friday, everybody's starting to get ready to shut down for holiday. We got football three straight days in a row for ourselves ahead of us here on the slate. You know, let's let's try and hand out some gifts to some people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's great. I'll tell you what. I know people are upset about the chargers bills but you know what i'm gonna be watching the game if yeah 
if my parents have the Peacock Network, I will be watching the game. Um, but no, should be a great, uh, great weekend of football. You know, we got Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Three games on Monday. Those listening for the first time know how. No, those listening for the first time, David gives a first half side. I give a player prop, and then we each give a side for the full game. David, what is your first half bet, my friend? Yeah, so first half I'm looking at actually Christmas Day. We're going to the Raiders and the Chiefs, uh, kicking off on Christmas Day there. Um, looking at the first half over 20 and a half points. So taking the over on that, my model is projecting a point total closer to 27, basically giving us about a touchdown edge on wanting to get over that three touchdown uh, advantage in the game uh, that the book is currently you know, calling right now. Um, you know, the way that I look at this is pretty simple. I mean, Chiefs, they, they're looking for some bounce back, you know, opportunities here down the stretch. Uh, I definitely expect them to come out pretty, pretty strong in this first half. They definitely have the passing offense and rushing offense to do so against the Raiders. I mean, my opinion, Chiefs could, you know, put at this point total themselves. Um, you know, the, I, I could see them putting up 17 on their own, maybe 20 on their own. You know, just looking at the Raiders to at least, you know, put up a field goal for ourselves to get over this 20 and a half. Um, you know, Kansas City, and again, this is me following the numbers. As anybody knows, I, I follow DeVoe's statistics when I'm comparing these two teams. So, you know, again, Chiefs rushing offense number 10, respectively, right now in the league, number four in passing offense in the league. Um, on the flip side of that, the uh, rushing defense for the Raiders, number 22. Passing defense is better on the Raiders, uh, number ten. Actually, pretty respectful on that on that side to have a top ten, uh, you know, uh, defense for themselves. Uh, you know, I know they're they're rushing an offense numbers for the Raiders are a little tighter. They're down in the bottom tier, uh, number 27, 26, respect respectfully, respectively, uh, in each of those categories. However, um, my whole thing with this is again. I think the Chiefs come out strong. I mean, they could put up three touchdowns on their own real quick out the gate. Looking for the Raiders to just add another you know, touchdown for themselves, get us over this total pretty easily. Um, but I really love the edge here. I always give everybody my best edge when I'm looking at these. And again, like I said, this is about a seven-point edge over the book total. So that's where I'm going for that first half play. I like that a lot. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think the uh... – Raiders are going to be able to stop the passing attack. And I don't think that the chiefs will be able to stop the ground attack. And they really don't have anyone that can stop Devonte Adams. So I, I think that's going to be a nice high scoring game on Christmas day. I think that one kicks us off on Christmas day. If I'm not mistaken, it does, it does. Um, my first one here going Rashad white over 24 and a half receiving yards. The Jags allow the third most yards per game to opposing running backs, 47 per game. White, third on the Bucks in receptions and yards, fourth in targets. He is averaging four targets, four receptions, 34 yards per game. He's gone over this two of the last three games, plus eight of the last, eight of the 14 games this year. And with the defense that the Jags run, they're really stout against the run, but everything's kind of a pass funnel system in the middle. This is going to open up a lot of the passing game to the running backs. This is why they struggle so well against it. And we kind of see that this year. Teams that are good against the run struggle in the pass, especially defending the running back. Example, the Bears and the Jaguars. 
couldn't go to James Conner this week because he's a zero factor in the passing game with Kyler Murray. So had to go to yeah. Rashad White over 24 and a half receiving yards. I love that. I've been riding uh, Rashad White, you know, on my fantasy team over recent weeks, and he's blown that number out easily. Baker loves to look for him in the check down, especially against those teams that have butter rushing defenses such as the Jags. I mean, the Jags are pretty much a top – I call them pretty much a top five uh, rushing defense in the league. So they definitely do have a weakness a little bit more on the outside uh, when Baker is going to check it down when he doesn't have someone like Godwin or Evans you know, open over the middle or on the outside. David, what is your next play, my friend? Yeah, so next play is going to be a Sunday afternoon game. We're looking at the Cardinals versus the Bears. I'm taking the Bears minus four. Um, really like this play. Again, anything over three, you, when you get in that range of you know, three and a half to six pretty much, maybe six and a half, you're, you pretty much need them to win by you know, two field goals or a touchdown. And... You know, so in that point spread where I'm at on this one, I've got the Bears winning this game by better than a touchdown. So pretty much a two-score win advantage for the Bears. I'm showing a, a line at minus eight and a half uh, compared to the book. So I like them to win by more than a touchdown. My model likes them to win by more than a touchdown. Um, I could see them winning by double-digit points in this one. Uh, you know, their their numbers have improved uh, in recent weeks. You know, like. The way that I match this up is really looking at the Arizona rushing defense being number 30th and their passing defense being number 31. Um, you know, that is a very weak defense that the Bears have coming into town um, to exploit. You know, meanwhile, on the flip side, Bears, you know, rushing offense number 15, middle of the pack. Um, you know, passing offense, we could obviously say there's a lot to do there uh, with Justin Fields, but he's definitely finding Cole Komet. You know, people like that to open and exploit over the middle. So, you know, overall, Bears numbers uh, are just better across the board in comparison to Arizona. And I really like where the model is showing the uh, better than a touchdown edge, which is what we're looking for anyway with this line at minus four. So that is where I am going for my second bet. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. You're the Bears GM. Okay. What are you doing with Fields? What am I doing with Fields? Yeah, I mean, are you going to trade him? Are you going to draft the quarterback at the top of the draft? You're the Bears GM. What are you doing, my friend? I would definitely put some feelers out there for a trade. There's no question. I mean, I think you'd be stupid not to. I think there's a lot of QB needy teams out there at this point. I mean, you could look around the league in general and see how many QB injuries we had this year. And just also people thinking, eh, maybe this isn't it. You know what I mean? Um, hell, I could see some divisional opponents, opponents, even like Minnesota, maybe considering you know having him as a backup to Cousins if Cousins comes back healthy. Um, I could see him becoming a, you know, going to play maybe in New York um, for one of the Giants or Jets. Um, you know, I, I know Rogers says he's coming back, but you never know, man. Sometimes those things flip, um, and and I know they're definitely not happy with the backup situation that they have there as many times they keep starting Zach Wilson, benching Zach Wilson. Um, you know, I could say the same thing for anybody to do with, you know, the Giants, QBs. Um, so, yeah, I, I could definitely see them putting some feelers out there. I would. 
I mean, personally, there's no reason that you shouldn't when you are likely going to have such a bad, like a good draft pick for a QB. I mean, I think I look at it like this. I made a list and I feel there are 19 teams that would take Justin Fields over what they currently have. Yeah, there you go. And the Bears need to take a hard look in the mirror and say, do we sign this kid to the fifth-year option? Right. Or do we reset our time, our timeline, pick who we want to have, have it be Caleb Williams, who I don't think is going to be that good, or neither do I, or whoever, and re- reset our clock, or do we like trade the top pick and try to get try to get some more assets and build around fields? I don't know. Um Part of me says to keep fields, but another part of me says, look, if you can trade them to the Falcons, the Steelers, there you go, you know, kind of get like a couple more picks and kind of build around, then then I think you should do it because there's there's a lot of holes. Their defensive line has been better, secondary is a nightmare, offensive line has been better. They still need some more weapons on the offensive side of the ball. And we need to remember with Fields, he has yet to make it through a whole season. Yep. He has yet to remake it. So um at first, I was the anti-trade. Now I think they should trade. I've been yeah. I've been going back and forth. Yeah, I can um, see that. My next one, and I'm going to the game of the week. I'm going to Monday night, prime time on Christmas Day. I am taking the Baltimore Ravens plus five and a half against the 49ers. I am getting the sixth most profitable quarterback since 2005, and I'm getting five and a half points. As a dog... He is 92% against the spread. Lamar Jackson. Road dog, 89% against the spread. He has the ability to extend plays with his legs. One Bosa, Armstead, Gregory, Chase Young, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Get there. He can extend plays with his legs. He is an absurd 18-1 and one straight up against the NFC in his career. And I really think that's because nobody in the NFC brings what Lamar brings to the table with his ability to extend plays, throw to the middle, escape sacks. Ravens defense versus the 49ers, I think they're going to be able to limit them. Roquan Smith is stout against the run, limit CMC. They have the DBs to be able to take away Debo and Brandon Ayuk. I really feel that this game is going to come down to whoever has the ball last, and I'm going to give the Ravens the advantage in the special teams, and I think this is a special teams type game. I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens here plus the five and a half, my friend. I love that. I love that play so much. Um, I love it even more that the public is not on that side. Uh, Baltimore only a 41% of the money right now, the tickets right now uh, against that spread. I actually have my lines on my models. I got three different models, right? So I take an average of these numbers. My first model, dead even, right? The line is exactly where it needs to be with the book line, five and a half. Second model, same thing. Third line, Baltimore minus nine. How do you like that? Baltimore We're minus like an nine? outright winner. Wow. Yeah. So give a little sprink on that money line, my friend. Exactly. Give a little sprint on that money line. David, I'd like to thank you for coming on. I'd like to wish you a happy holiday. I hope you have a good one, and uh, hopefully we're going to talk next week. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media, my friend? Appreciate it, as always. Happy holidays to you, too, and to everybody listening. Um, 
yeah, if you're looking to talk shop anytime about any of the leagues, any sports, look for me on Twitter, Instagram, betterdp21, better with an O-R. Thank you for the time. Make sure to give my boy David a follow, and we'll talk next week, my friend. All right, buddy. That's it for the podcast today, guys. Short, simple, quick, to the point. I am wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll be back next week. Also, the ETOF21 Sports Show is live this Tuesday. Make sure to check that out. Let's make some money. Let's cash some tickets. Until next week, boys and girls.